Hello, everyone. Jane here from Your Weight Loss. Hi, Alicia. Oh, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, my God. That made me think of something. Okay. So, Dia, <laughs> she was just chatting with me this morning while we were, I was getting her breakfast ready. And, uh, you know, when they were talking, you have no clue where this story is going and you're hoping it's going somewhere happy and <laughs> butterflies and rainbows. Anyways, it didn't seem like it was, but it finished really well. So, she's okay. like, so <clears throat> I was, um, I saw – she's naming her friend. She's like, I saw Mallory and she had like went and said hi to Jade and they hugged. And then um, I saw Madame Alani came over and they were all talking. And so I came over and I thought, uh, did she like come over and like they didn't want to play with her? You know what I mean? Like I was like worried that like that would have happened. Okay. She goes. That's one of Wait. your fears. You have that fear. Uh, I just like don't like – feeling or making people feel like not welcomed like oh that would like break my heart though so anyway so I'm like <laughs> she's like so I walk over and I say hey girls like an anglais okay <laughs> and I'm like ça c'est tellement josé là she goes I say hey girl and then I thought oh my god what are what what is next right I did they just like walk away or something she goes uh and then they said Dia <laughs> And I was like, that's it? That's that's it. The story? She's like, yes. She just wanted to say like, oh, look how great my life is. Oh, oh my gosh. While I'm here, I was I actually had butterflies while she's telling me this story. I'm like, oh, is this the moment where she tells me like, and it's already starting. It's friggin' day two of school. And we're already like dealing with like, oh, don't want to play with you. But no, that was not it. Everyone wanted to play with everyone. Yay. <laughs> I Thank you for that story. Thank you for bringing us on that journey. Thank you for the happy ending. <laughs> I am jealous of how much Dia tells you like Alfie is my oldest and I get nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the one day the principal called me and he was like, um, you know, there was something that happened and like Alfie got like choked out at school basically. Okay. Oh my God. Didn't tell me. <laughs> Didn't tell me. Didn't tell me one thing buddy yeah just like nothing he was like how was your day good good <laughs> such a kneel like such a kneel you just know what going I mean? through his life Doo -doo 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 -doo. He's going through it <laughs> I like that too I mean he obviously has resilience and is like doesn't need doesn't need you to like save him what yeah I don't girl? know if I don't know if it's resilience like I feel like that's not the right word but like I don't he's hard to affect he's hard to upset he's just like chill he really is. What um, about the girls? Do they tell you? What do they tell they, you when they get home? They certainly tell me more, but I still feel like I'm not getting the Dia level of details. Yeah, no, Dia's like next level, like to the point of like, and then Madame said this, and yeah. then this happened, and then, oh yeah, for sure. Like she'll be like, Madame was really upset today. And I was like, oh, really? What happened? She's like, the boys. They just weren't listening yeah. today. That's and a common like, theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, and I'm like, oh, because last year she only had five girls and 11 boys. Um, and this year she still has seven girls and 10 boys. I think there's just not a lot of girls in that age um, in the three classes. Anyways, um, and or she'll be like, um, I saw that. And then this guy said this. And then I thought I was going to say this, but I'm like, let's not like, she like goes into deep. She's her mom. She's me. Touché. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. My mom said I would share everything. I would be like, and then, and then she said this. Yeah. It's funny. And the fact that she just like randomly started this story, um, was funny to me, but it's the Hager. 
Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hilarious. To be a fly on the wall, wouldn't you love to have, like, a GoPro on them for one full day and just to see, like, what they do and how they act and how they interact with their friends? And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. All of it. I agree. All of it. it, it all of it. And, and also, but at the same time, like, not really because, like, we – it's hard for us to put ourselves back. Like we weren't perfect as kids and we no. said things that weren't okay. And we, you know what I mean? And we're like great humans. So I'm like, it's just a part of growing up and realizing like, oh, I said that, that made me feel icky, you know, or that made me feel nervous. Like they need to like go through those emotions as well. We just it's want a part of them. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. We want to bubble them, but it's a part of life. And, and you know, like you have those moments where you're like, oh, are they thirsty or, and learning how to be a little bit uncomfortable in life and advocate for yourself. If you are thirsty is like part of it, you know? Yeah. 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 She's like, there's this girl. She's so shy. Peachy mama. <sighs> And uh, I'm like, oh, really? And then she ends up telling me her name. And I remember this little girl at dance and she was really shy at dance. And Dia was like her like safety. Like the mom was like, I'm so happy when Dia's here. Cause like Dia's like, yeah, da. Um, anyway, she ends up being in her class this year. What are the odds? And I was like, do you remember her? Dia does not remember her from dance. Like when she was four. Um, but I'm like, but just so you know, like she, she, um, has, more um she's more nervous when her mom's not around so like she's like she's always with madame alanine like always close to her and i'm like invite her to come with you and she wants to say yes it's just she's not gonna be the one that's gonna so like she we have great conversations about that and then like how is she doing she's like oh today she smiled all day oh saying. my gosh she said her face always looks sad and i'm like maybe because she is maybe she is sad all day that she's not with her mom or whatever so she's like today she smiled all day I was like, oh, that's good for her. She notices everything. Oh my gosh, her little heart. Her, yeah, did something. Um, okay, so I guess today we wanted to talk about our goals. So fun. So fun. Do you want to start? Like, what? What do we want oh, the people to know? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm still like putting them in my brain. I know, and I think that that's actually part of of our goals. Almost, it's to not have those, to not go in and say five times a week at the gym, 20,000 steps a day, two liters of water. You see these like goals that like we've always put ourselves on and they're kind of rules, but they're good rules. You know, you're not doing anything bad. If it's motivating you, go for it. Um, if it's allowing you to feel successful, go for it. But please know that there's also that space of one day, one day you might be able to just wake up and drink two liters of water without having a deep conversation about drinking two liters of water. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's the no noise. Cause often people, when they try to lose weight, they always say like, uh, I always feel like I'm going to diet because like I wake up with rules. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. oh my God, je comprends. I'm like, I know what you mean, but it takes a while before you can get to a point where you can wake up without any type of conversation. And I was going to say, you know? and, and I think it's time that's gotten us to where we are. I also think that we're at the point in our journey where we're like, it's like we've made the cupcake, we've iced the cupcake, and now we're just putting little tiny decorations on the top of the cupcake. We're like in the, you know, we're just fine tuning, tweaking, tiny, small tweaks of our lives is what we're working on right now. Yeah. And like, I mean, there is no magic other than we've really stayed connected for a long time and we know the importance of staying connected. So we'll always stay connected to this part of our lives, but it really is just time because time brings confidence. So like, you know, when you start, you're so afraid of gaining weight. You're so afraid of eating something, you know, eating more than you had planned. And we like, don't have those fears. 
Like we don't have those fears because I know I'm in control. And the only way you can let go of the fear, your fears of anything is just more time, more confidence, more experience, more experience, more feedback, more data. Um, so when you go in and out of diets, you guys, you don't allow yourself that confidence. You actually break your confidence every single time you quit. Every time you quit, you actually like, you're like, there you go. I knew it. I knew, I knew I wasn't going to do this. Look what that does to your confidence on like learning about yourself and actually being happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Being happy. That's the theme of mine. Right. Okay. So I just wrote some stuff down. So, um, you know, and you had said this to me, you actually said this to me, not just a couple of days ago and it really like hit with me. And basically I've been maintaining my 70 pounds off for, I don't know, five years, six years now, maybe five, five. five yep. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, up and down five, 10 pounds sometimes, depending on the time of year. Um, but I've very much been maintaining within this range for five years, but I've never like officially declared myself I'm on maintenance. And, you know, Jose said to me, I think that there's still noise in your brain that you think a smaller number is going to give you happiness. And she was a hundred percent right. Um, so I was always kind of like, I don't know. And she was like, look how much you, I see you. You're happy. She's like, I see you. I see your face. I see how much you love your life. And you're, yeah, you know, so stop saying like, oh, look at my great job. Look at my man. And I'm like, she doesn't even recognize how happy she is because I think that's the, the one piece like of like your body or just, you're like, it could be better. You know what I mean? But like, even at another number, you'll be like, it could be better. So at one point, it's like you're, you're, and, and it doesn't always have to be forever, but it is, feels good when you like let that go. Yeah. So yeah. that like, I was like, ah, oh, she's right. Frig. Um, so I'm just really focused on happiness. Okay. And so far so good. Um, there's three main categories. You ready? I'm going to be super vulnerable and like just really share stuff. So number one is the scale. So I, part of my happiness is really me still working on my relationship with the scale. I have recognized, I have created awareness around the way I act sometimes when I see certain numbers on the scale and I still am behaving different based on a number I might see on the scale. And I don't like that. That's not who I want to be. So, okay, go ahead. Okay, I have something to say about that because when I go and share the fact that I'm not getting on the scale all of September, right? I had a conversation where, like with myself this morning, actually, at least, and I said, am I acting differently or not? I don't know. I do think that if I were to get on the scale right now and it'd be like, hey, since you stopped getting on the scale, you gained five pounds, I would act differently. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's also the piece, like there's nothing wrong as well. It's like, it's not giving you bad news. It's not the emotion. It's if you have a conversation and the person's like, like, let's say with another person, they're like, so since that time, I feel like this, then you have a choice. Like, okay, I'm going to start changing the way I'm behaving because I don't feel like the path I'm on is the path I want to keep going on. That's the important part as well. It's like, if I get on right now and I've gained five pounds, it's not like it stops. Like, do I want to keep going? Do I want to change my behavior? Maybe we behave in a certain way sometimes. And we're like, it's not who, like, it's not bad. It's not, not who we want to be. But if we see where it's bringing us, that's not who we want to be. So, like, and, that's, yeah. and that's the thing. It wasn't, I, it was impacting my behavior in a negative way. 
Exactly. Yeah. So I, and, and it would go both ways with the numbers. So it was almost like when people are like, oh, I emotionally eat, I eat when I'm happy, I eat with him when I'm sad. It was like, I get on the scale, see a real good number. And I almost subconsciously would be like, ooh, got some leeway. Sure. You can have an extra portion of whatever, but I'm not even hungry. I'm just like eating more because I feel like I have more leeway on the scale. Okay. I have something to say about that. Go. <laughs> it's because that's exactly though what I want out of the scale because I've made peace with maintaining. So there's that piece where I miss that. I haven't gotten on the scale. I love, I actually, I miss that the scale is not telling me, Hey, you know what? The last few days you've actually been creating a deficit and you're now at 144. today. If the family goes to get ice cream, you know, you have that leeway because you have multiple numbers that you like, this is, that's what maintaining is. Like, I truly believe that. And let's put the weight loss, aside because I think that people are like, oh, she's only doing that because she doesn't have a good relationship, whatever. No. Like I look at like people that are 60 years old that I've never been overweight. They get on the scale to check how things have been going. Like I, uh, like not, maybe not everyone, maybe not every day, but I feel like there's a majority that, are, that you need to check in. Like Jeff gets on the scale and he does, he has never been on a weight loss journey though. And I'm Absolutely. sure if he got on and he was 10 pounds heavier. He would be like, he wouldn't be like, it's fine. I've been who I wanted to be. I think you would have a conversation. Maybe he's like, oh, I've gained 10 pounds, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I'll, I'll like, my intentions are not, I'm not saying I'm never get. I'm not getting on the scale. I'm trying to get on the scale once a week, actually yeah. just once a week and take that feedback. And I'm trying to work on my relationship with the scale. This is what I'm doing to try and have, like, I don't have as a mature relationship with the scale as you do. So yeah. my, the numbers I see are clouding my behavior. Yeah. They're distracting me. They're in my brain. And so this is what I'm trying to see if I can form a better relationship with the scale and the numbers. But I'm, because I've, I've tried other things and, and it didn't work. So I'm trying this, you know, my, yeah. and I'm not saying getting on the scale is bad. I'm not saying you shouldn't get on the scale. I'm saying for me getting, and I couldn't handle the freedom of getting on the scale once a day. I was getting on 10 times a day. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I would convince myself why it was okay to get on that one extra time. Anytime I was naked, anytime I peed, it was like a, a trigger for me to get on the scale. Yeah. So I'm this so happy is, you're I, sharing that because I think a lot will, some people will connect to that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So and it wasn't just once a day, guys. I was getting on the scale legit 10 times a day. And that's hard for me to share. Yeah, I, I know. And you hadn't shared that with me. You only shared that with me a few months ago that you were doing that. I didn't even know that. I thought you were getting once a day in the morning, whatever. And then you're like, no, Jose, like it's getting to be more. And what you know, when we ask our members, are you behaving in a certain way purposefully for weight loss? And I think getting on the scale multiple times a day is because you're you're hoping for weight loss at one hundred percent. That's chasing weight loss. That's not maintenance. That's not happiness. That's you checking to see if you'll get weight loss out of what how what you're doing. Yeah. So okay. that was not productive for me. So I have just set a goal to get on once once a week. We'll see. This is like, I'm just, I weighed myself Saturday morning and I have not been on a scale since just that is huge for me. Yes. Oh, I'm, ha I'm okay. Okay. And, um, can we talk about like, are you hoping for weight loss? Are you still like weight loss is still very much the goal. Let's go to number point. Number two. Okay. Point number two is 
my comfortable weight. So um, right before summer, I was, you know, at let's say 163, right on Saturday last way, and I was 165.8. So, and I had already lost a lot of my summer fluff. I know that I feel better under 165. So I just feel more comfortable in my skin. I'm more confident. And that number also allows me a lifestyle that I very much enjoy. So I am hoping for weight loss for sure, because I want to get closer in that range. I would just want to bump my range down a little bit, but I'm not hoping for like 1 million pounds of weight loss. And honestly, I like don't care. I, my whole goal is that I just move myself a little bit closer to who I want to be. Okay. And I know that that's a little bit less of a number on the scale. I, just because that's, I like, I'll notice I'll take tons of selfies of myself when I'm a bit lower. I feel more confident. I'm more comfortable in my skin. So it's not about the number. It's about the feeling that I get when I'm closer to that number. And I think, I think that that's the part where people might be like, well, it does it, you're being who you want to be and you feel good. What does the number matter? But I think you need to go look what number brings you that feeling so that we can stay connected to, because if not, we get so comfortable. People don't understand that they get comfortable. We said that, like, how do I feel in my skin right now? I don't know what I weigh. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel good, but I could be gaining weight. And it's so slow that you feel like you're being fine. But then at the end of the day, when you get on, it's 10 pounds, which is no drama, you guys. But what I don't like about that is that it just happened and I did, didn't get to see it. And I want to be able to choose what I want. And it's the, there's not, and, and there was a thing about Jordan Syatt, he about the scale. And he's like, the scale without drama is just a tool. Yes. It's the drama you bring in. It's the noise and the emotions and if you can let that go when you're getting on and make choices according to how you feel, like I, I want to be, I know those numbers make me feel better. That's a great goal leash. Like I, I, yes, yes to that. There's nothing wrong with having a goal weight. It's not a goal weight. It's a, it's a goal feeling. And that goal feeling, feeling is that number. Like it's no big deal though. Yeah. I like that. I also, and this brings me to point number three. Oh my God. I also see room in my day, in my week, in my life for tweaks and improvements that also bring me closer to who I want to be that will also have less calories when I get there. Yeah. So like, it's, it's not like I'm like, oh, if I was going to lose more weight, it would be so hard. I would have to give up stuff. I like, I don't feel that don't way feel at that way. all. Yeah. I don't. Um, and yeah, you've you said know, that to me multiple times. You said that to me multiple times. You're like, Jose, if I was doing my best and this was it, I'd be okay with it. But you, she kept telling me, I know I can improve and I know exactly where. And, and improving that actually brings me more to who I want to be. So all that, I love your language. I support Thanks. your awesome. language, girl. So um, I'll share with you guys my, the one thing that I really still want to tweak is I call them moments. So it's just like I have certain trigger times where I'll have a tendency to overeat. And sometimes, you know, I'll eat a normal snack and then have a dessert. And then that uh, spirals, maybe I'll say it's not binging, but it's overeating in that moment. It's like not being mindful. I'm usually standing up. I'm not giving myself, um, enough time to feel full. And then I'm like, so full. So it's just tiny moments like that once or twice a week that I know are significant that I want to work on. Cause that's not who I want to be. And it's really, this conversation is 
th- making me think about like, look at us, we're healthy weight, we've lost 70 pounds and nothing's like, it's not like every day we eat fish and broccoli for supper. <laughs> we have so many things that we can work on. So it, it's like, I don't know if my, what I, my point is getting across of like, that's why weight loss shouldn't be that hard because like we're at a good, like our, uh, a healthy weight. Tons of people look at us and like, that would be their dream if I could lose weight and, and, you know, be where they are. And we didn't have to like be this crazy, perfect at the gym, broccoli humans. Lo. No, you get what no. I mean? Like, this is good news for everyone listening. Like, wow. Like they got there and they still like, Alicia has moments. Jose eats mcdonald's and ice cream and she still got to where she wants to be so it just proves to you that like it's be- it's a beautiful thing you know it is and guys there's doesn't have to be hard at all like uh, no and wait. i i just want to clarify that there's a million things that i could do better to lose more weight like but i'm not wi- i don't want to change them i'm not willing to change them so could i be more active sure could i drink less for sure um but i'm not willing to work on that this is the one thing legit the yeah. one thing that i feel okay i want to conquer that yeah you've never like been like okay i drink too much i'd like to drink less alcohol it's not who you want to be but these moments you've talked to me about these moments you've talked yep. to the members about the moments you're yep. like these are moments that i'm like why did i do that that's yep. where you're like this is not who i want to be you don't feel that way when you go on on you know a night with your friends and you drink and and eat yummy food you don't think oh this is not who i want to be you know so that's the moments you don't need to change it's the ones that you're like you, you almost regret you're like, I uh, was just going to say that. And the last couple days, what I've been doing, because I have more room in my brain because I don't have all these annoying numbers. And mm-hmm. in my brain, I said, how did you feel like you showed up today? Would you have done anything different? And the last two days I was like, and one of those days included sushi and beer and not going for a walk. And one of those days involved walking and, and salad, you know, but both days at the end of the day, I said, are you happy with how you showed up in the world? Did you engage in behavior that made you feel good? And the answer was yes. And yes, two great days, proud, you know, no regrets. So that's what I want to keep focusing on being more consistent with days like that. Absolutely. Okay. That was beautiful. Well, thank you for everyone for, I I don't actually share a lot often about my struggles, my weight, my thoughts. Um, It it took you a while actually to to share your struggles because you've always been like, well, I always felt like Alicia's perfect. She just does all the things that she needs to do. I don't know how she does it. You know what I mean? Um, And then, and then like, it's good that the members see that like you also sometimes don't go for walks and you also drink on a Thursday night. You know what I mean? Where people are like, it's just, it. I think it's good. I'm just like the opposite. And I just share all of the things. And I think for me, it stems from my whole, like, I, I have this weird thing in my brain that's like, are you good enough? Are you good enough to be Alicia? Are you thin enough to be Alicia? And I know in my heart, I am good enough to do what I do to help other women feel inspired. And I I know I am good enough for that. I know that enough. I know that rationally, but like emotionally, I always have that little thing inside. That's like, Oh, you could be thinner. You could be better. You could be, yeah, just do. So that's ex- and and yes, I know you do. Breaks my heart. Um, <laughs> Maybe but, one uh, day I won't I have you're that. You're working on it. I think you're getting way better at it. No, agreed. Like, we're 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 getting close to you. Um, and it's just it's not about 
um, anything about helping the people. It's just you in your skin. Once you can feel good enough for you, you'll, you'll feel good enough for everyone else. It's just, you're not, you don't feel good enough for you. That's where you need to start after that. And I have, oh my God, I have felt the same way. Like for sure. Am I good enough to be Josie, the person that starts a weight loss program? Like, of course. And then like, even like, oh, if I am a few pounds heavier, my abs don't show as much. Well, I'm, I, am I more uh, not attractive in a certain, in, in a, in a sexual way, but more attractive as the founder of your weight loss when I yeah. have, you know, yeah. and I'm like, who did I promise I was going to have abs? No one. I promised no one. I didn't say that when I started, actually, I was 20 pounds heavier when I started your weight loss. So yeah. I said, c'est fini, fini so like, am I good enough for Jose, the, the person, not your weight loss, not the wife, like me as a person, and puis absolument, absolument enough. This is it. And mm. also what I love is that like, this is a hot, has always been our message to just be yourself. And we even struggled with it because we oh. had shoulds and we had, you need to be perfection in mind because we went through the diet industry. Absolutely. And I'm sure most people listening have had those same thoughts themselves Mm -hmm. and maybe not even in their weight, maybe in their career or as a mom or like, you know, I think women naturally maybe take that on. I don't know if it's because I'm also like a firstborn and I'm like, so like an annoyingly overachiever and I've always been that way. So Mm -hmm. anyway, it just is part of who I am and I am, I've created awareness around it and I'm working on it and, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll update you later. I love it. Look at how it's not rational because like you were 70 pounds heavier and you were enough for the world, but not enough for you. And now you're not enough for you, but you're enough for the world. It's very, you know what I mean? Because like you, like when you were overweight, you felt like life was good. Just, oh, this sucks to be overweight. You know what I mean? It's taking away my energy, whatever, but you felt like enough as a person in your world. And now you're letting your body still 70 pounds later be not be enough for the world, you know? Yeah. And it's, good and enough for, it's enough for your energy. It's enough to be the best mom ever. It's enough to be the best friend ever. It's enough. It's enough to show up in the world as you want to show up and you still have to work on it being enough just for you, you know? And, and I started to try and look at myself from a lens of like other people. And like, when I look at myself and this is so cheesy, I'll share this and then I'm done talking about myself. I love that. Um, looking in the mirror before I would just look at all the things that are flawed. But now I try and look at the mirror and look at myself, not just like physical, but like as a whole person and like who I am and how I show up as a mom and for your weight loss. And like, I'm so proud of those things. And I think I know that when I look at other people in the world, I look at them not just as they are physically, I look at them as a whole. Um, And I'm trying to look at myself in a lens that I think other people probably look at me. Uh, Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, like, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like so odd how we like think of, yeah. mm, mm. Like when, when we look at the people, do we think about like their abs and their thing that we talk to them? We think about how we like the person they are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like absolutely physical and like, you know, I'm not looking at you picking apart all your physical things. Yeah, I'm like I'm just conversation. We're talking about like I want to know how your life is, how you are, not yeah. like how's your burlelo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm gonna keep this paper because I wrote good things on this paper. Oh, and I wanna I, Yeah, I wanna come back to it. We'll do a I don't know when, guys, but I'm gonna keep that scrap piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. And I will come back and update you guys on that. 
I think it's great. And I also love that finally you're realizing that you are enough, my love. Thank you. Love you. Um, okay. So uh, I feel like we were kind of in the same boat. We weren't like a crazy plan for September. Like we're really digging deep and I guess modeling to the world what it's like to just show up for happiness and that it's enough. And uh, for me, I felt the same way. And it's like I wanted to go even deeper with my self-awareness and deeper with my um, – I guess th not thoughts, but uh, I wanted to learn more about myself. How would you were I ready? You were like ready to experiment. You were like, I, let's yeah. let's test this. Let's test this theory. It's just because all summer I got on the scale and it meant nothing to me. Like it was it it was just I was checking in, but I wasn't emotionally invested in any number, any feelings when it came to the number. It was like, look at how amazing my summer is. Basically, like really in the moment, living life, cheesy, 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 yuck, yuck, yuck. Okay, but that's legit my life right now, um, and I'm loving it. Um, and really, there's no one else to I have I don't have to please anyone else if if I want to live this cheesy, happy life. I mean, it's on me. Uh, but anyways, so I was getting on, didn't really care what the number was saying, and I realized that I wasn't be I was really showing up as I wanted, and it was enough to stay within the numbers I usually stay. It was um, easy. Yeah, it really was. It was easy for me to maintain between. So um, I like to be, I like to stay close to 145. Um, that's like how I, I guess I feel at my best. But then I like got closer to like 147, 148, still feel pretty great, still very positive, still whatever. So I'm like, okay. And I also, <clears throat> I see that I have like a really fun life during those, <laughs> at those numbers. Um and less, less noise and less like, uh, rules, less rules. It's just like, oh, if I just show up kind of exactly the way I want to, it's enough to be within those numbers. Anyway. So this summer I grew a really good relationship with anything in the one forties, like all is good. Which let's take I a minute. Let's take a minute. Jose had to work to get there because she, you know, maybe two years ago, you were still kind of in that rat race a little bit of like, but I could be lower, but I could be lower, but I could be lower. And you created awareness around yourself and your happiness, legit your happiness. You realized a lower number is not going to give me happiness. And if I keep wanting lower, I, I, I have to stop somewhere. So I need to work on happiness without the lowest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, for sure. Like I would be, I would say like, okay, I, the, when I'm close to 140 and then I would get close to 140 and then subconsciously be like, imagine if I saw 139, like it was just anyway. So I completely let go of that. I'd say like a two, two years ago after Noah, I didn't yeah. go back to that, to that life. Now I'm mom of two gum zero, zero, my priority to be in 139 and to live that life. Yeah. Um, I also feel like it was COVID. It was COVID. COVID changed a lot. I don't think people understand, but I really went deep with COVID. COVID really changed me as a human, not just like weight, just like human. Like I'm not the same. I don't see life the same way. True. Um. Anyways, it's because of the control. It just like happened. And then it like got me, I, I, cause because of the way I am and the way I reflect and how I really love self-awareness and conversations. Um, COVID just made that even more deep in, ter in, terms, in terms of like life and what can happen and how blah, blah, like all the cheesy stuff. I'm telling you, say bad cheesy, say no. Okay. So, ah, uh, yeah. So because I felt like, huh, 
I wonder if I would behave differently if I didn't get on the scale. So quite ironically, sometimes people don't get on the scale because, oh, we, we're kind of doing, okay, so both of us are trying to get off the scale, but for different reasons. For you, you saw that it's still affecting the way you act and you're like, no, 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 that's not who I want to be. For me, it's a different experiment. It's like, am I next leveling it and I can just get up every morning and be who I want to be and maintain and be within and do my thing? Like basically you're saying, can I like remove that tool and still be like that tool that I really use? Can I remove that and still be who I want to be? Yeah. And, um, I've realized, so right now when you guys are listening, I'm like 10 days in, um, no more 13 days in like almost Um, halfway. Yeah. There's two weeks left. And, um, you know what? Like, I know for sure that this is like, I think that every human, not just humans that were overweight, every human should have a scale to check in to make sure that they are where, like, for example, my mother-in-law, never been overweight, has a scale home. And she came to my house one day when uh, COVID had hit. And uh, so she wasn't being active. And she said, I was like making, I said, do you want a snack or do you want something? She had like pie or whatever. I'm like, do you want a piece of pie? And she's like, no, no, I'm really less active. And, uh, you know, I really need to, if I don't want to gain 20 pounds in this pandemic, I need to choose wisely, basically. And I was like, interesting. So I asked her, do you weigh yourself every day? I was just curious. Do you weigh yourself every day? You've never been overweight. You're 67 years old. Okay. She has a really good relationship with food. She like certainly does not deprive herself of anything. Um, cause I see it. I've seen her. She like, she's not like broccoli and fish kind of person. No, she eats lasagna. She like loves to cook. She loves to whatever. And she's like, yep, yeah, I, uh, yep. Yeah, I, uh, weigh myself every day just to check in to make sure, because I really like how I look and how I feel. And I don't want it to like slip slip by like everyone else I see around me. So let's like have a conversation about like that often happens. You're not overweight at 30, but at 60, you very much are. Like that often happens. No, I know. Or you're not over it at 20, but at 45, you're 50 pounds overweight. What happened? It's so gradual. It's so gradual. It, it could be five pounds a year. And, and I'm not being obsessive. I'm just being transparent and connected. So it's not, and again, you can get on the scale without emotions. So I know for sure that it's not like, I'm not trying to get the scale out of my life forever because I look at normal people. What's normal people? People that have never had a weight problem and have never been through the diet industry. And they get on the scale without drama. Jeff gets on the scale. He does because the scale's there. He'll get on and be like, oh, still weigh 182. I think he's weighed 182 for freaking 10 years, right? And I'm sure if he started getting 185, 190, one whatever, I'm sure he'd be like at supper at my mom's might not go for the second plate because it's it's okay to also be in charge. Like, you know, it's the emotions behind it. And I, I suck. Oh, no, I'm gaining weight. That's what's bad about diets and weight gain and weight loss. It's the emotion. But you have the a drama. Right. Yeah, the, the drama. drama. You have a he right could be like, to not want extra fat on your organs. I'm sorry. Like, I have a right to not want that. Thank you. Okay. I mean, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, it, it's and it's the way in which you, like, not only do you see the way, like, let's say Jeff or his, his mom acts on the scale, you see how they act then after. 
Do you know what I mean? It's not like, okay, okay, I weigh 189 now. Diet starts tomorrow. Like absolutely no more peanut butter and and Ritz at night. And it's like that none of that happens in his brain. No, you know what he would do? Wow, what a great conversation. You know what he would do, Leash? But would start gradually making small changes. He would. He would. He really would, you guys. And so that's the part that I think was kind of stolen from us, the people that have gone through the diet industry. It's like, I joined this day, so this day it starts, you know? Whereas people that have never really done that and stay connected, once they gain an amount of weight that they're like, mm, I'm going to turn around, they just like start gradually making, because they don't have that relationship with like diets and dieting. You know, and they, they don't just, expect like if they don't expect to lose five pounds that first week. It's like they go in small changes, willing to give it as much time as it needs. Just kind of okay. I'm just thing. gonna, I'm just gonna quite chilly make a few little changes, and it it happens. So why I did what I did was really to uh, it's an experiment. So I'm not like it's not like I think I'm gonna no longer absolutely not. It's an experiment to see how I'll behave. And to stay connected to my behavior and my language without the tool. That's it. It's an experiment. I don't know what I'll do after. Stay, stay tuned. I'll, uh, I'll for sure update people after October 1st. Um, but on October 1st, I'm getting on. And I don't know what I'm expecting. I don't know what I want out of this. But I just wanted to live one full month um, seeing what my thought process is and how I behave without that tool. Um, so right now I see myself more, it's very interesting, but I see myself more like, are my pants tight? Is this tight? Is it because of the dryer? So it's like, I need something to tell me something. So it's like, that's the part that no matter, I feel like when I do get on the scale, it takes away noise for me because it tells me like, I, I have data. You know, whereas right now it's like, is it just because it was in the dryer or no? Is it because I gained weight? Oh my God. Like, so it's like, that's what I don't like. The number is going to be honest. Like pants don't get tight without it going up on the scale. Like it usually is very, I've always, always really loved my relationship with the scale as well. Like it's my friend, my, like my very honest and nice friend, like I honest have a relationship. Your very honest friend. My very honest friend that I, that, and I appreciate the honesty. Like yep. I actually appreciate it. Some people don't appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm like, thank you. So thank true. You for telling me. You're like this in real life as well, not just you like honesty. Um, I think it's amazing. I think that it's amazing that you're willing to test it out and try it. And you will learn something from this. And we're we're into experiments right now, guys. We really are. We've got some other things coming. Oh. We really are into like, oh, let's let's try that and see. Because again, we're confident in and I was like, I might gain 10 pounds. Like I might, you know, and, and so what, like, we'll see how I feel about it. Do I want to get back to the numbers and change my lifestyle a little bit? I really don't think I will, but you know what I mean? I want to bring up a point that you said to me when I was at your house this last week, you said, I'm missing the scale in a sense, because it's not that you don't want to gain five pounds because then you gain five pounds. You said, I don't want to be on a weight loss journey again. I want to be on a maintenance journey. I'm really enjoying my maintenance journey. You guys, I'm not going to lie. Maintenance is life. And when people say like, it's not weight loss, that's hard. It's maintenance. I'm like, I could not disagree more. 
Maintenance is such a beautiful thing. You've made it. You've finally gotten to where you want to be, where you're no longer chasing weight loss. You're no longer thinking about it. You're no longer, it's no longer. And I think that when people don't recognize how beautiful it can be because they've made weight loss so hard. I was going to say, do you know why you feel that way? Because how you lost weight wasn't shitty. And the people was not. That's why when people have these crash crazy diet shreds restrictions, they they, they never maintain because how they lost the weight. Absolutely. So that's why you feel great about your maintenance. You're like, I'm just me, just showing up and practicing. I, I wake group. up every morning and I get to look like this and and eat what I want. Allo, that was that's what I prayed for. Every freaking birthday when they have the candles, I would friggin' pray for weight loss. Oh, I I'm just love like you. loving myself. Like I just Aww. like that's all I wanted. All like I you can wanted. remember wishing that on your birthday cake. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. That was my wish every year. Uh look at I you. Started when I was like 12. Now what are you gonna wish for? I wish I can lose weight. Wish what do I wish for? Live another 50 years. You know how I am. Yeah. I just want to live. I want to live and live it. Just like maximum. Okay. COVID needs to go away. COVID okay. ruined my, you know what? COVID ruined my plan, but they made my plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like it arrived and it gave me a message. Live life to the fullest. Yeah. So basically I like, there's a rule. I go right beside the rule and I maximize it. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, perfect. And, but then I'm like, okay, now I, now I have the, all this energy to live life to the max and it's still here. I'm like, Hey, I got my message. You can go now. Yeah. I got this. Heart. I got this. Oh, uh, this was fun. That was a great podcast. I think the people will enjoy learning more about us and like kind of what we're up to right now. But just so you know, you guys, like we keep adjusting, we keep changing because life keeps happening and we keep getting data. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of data I get and what I'll do with it. What what do I want to do in October? I'm not thinking about my trips and my things and or life later. Like, what do I want to do today? And what do I want to do this month? And that's the best part. No noise, no like crystal ball, no stress. Just get up. Why Every day, one day at a time. Sometimes I'm like, why would you worry about like, oh, did I gain weight this weekend? Like you woke up today and this is what you look like. It's not like all of a sudden like, boop, oh, overweight. Like it's, it, you don't just wake up all of a sudden with 50 pounds on and it it gradually happens. That's why it's so important to stay connected. Yeah. Right? Also, I can pretty confidently answer your question. Yes, you did gain weight this weekend. <laughs> yes. I like that. If like you're most, like you did. Everyone you did. did actually. Jeff Everyone well. did. Jeff did. Yeah. Everyone did. That's Even how Jeff. actually life happened. Like that's life. Yeah. My neighbor, he gained weight this weekend. Oh, I'm everyone. Sure, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Dia. You know what I mean? Like everyone like, kind of eats differently. Legit. Everyone eats differently on the weekend and probably yeah. isn't a surplus on weekends. So that's just life, you guys. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. And and make sure that like, be like Jeff, where you're in a surplus a little bit so that he can enjoy the amazing life during the week and not like binge eat all weekend. Jeff was in a surplus, but not a big one just because we do different things. We have a different lifestyle. He's not like weekend giver because on the week I eat broccoli. Like he doesn't live that life. I don't nope. live that life. You don't live that life anymore. Nope. I'm not live living that, that life. Anymore. Okay, everyone. Okay, bye. Oh, well, follow us. Like us. Share us, tag us, DM us. By the time you're listening to this, we're over 200,000 downloads, which is insane, insane to us. Our Our podcast is growing and we appreciate. And every time that you guys share it or tag a friend in it, it really means a lot to us. 
I think my ultimate goal is 1 million downloads. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. After that, we just show up. Can we have a party? Absolutely. Perfect. Podcast party. Who's yes, you, yes, you and I? yes. Just you and I? Yes. I love it. Okay, bye. Bye.